Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. And today, we're going to be discussing how fast or slow should I grow my business. Uh, I have had several people text or email me and ask me, uh, from what you know uh, about my company, am I growing too fast? Am I growing too slow? How do I know that? Uh, that's a great question. It's a great question for a small business. It's a great question for the world we live in. What we see on Facebook, what we see these other companies doing, so it's just a great question. So I'm going to dive into this uh, the best I can. The Wall Street Journal once published an article titled, Demand Increases for Chickens That Grow More Slowly. Pretty different kind of article for the Wall Street Journal. However, the gist of the article is companies like Whole Foods, Panera Bread, Core Life, Eatery, believe their customers will pay more for products from birds that grow slower than those filled with hormones, steroids, and other additives. Okay? That's a great analogy for a small business and its growth. So let's talk about that. Growth is good, right? Well, yes, as long as you've planned for growth. If you've not planned for growth, it's not as good as it sounds. You can have too much of a good thing or not enough of a good thing. Harvard Business Review suggests that most companies should grow at somewhere between 10 and 25%. However, according to a third party, McKinsey & Company, they said few companies boast these results. They said a typical company only grew 2.8% between the years 2009 and 2019, those were the 10 years preceding COVID-19. And only one in eight recorded growth of more than 10%. So where the rubber meets the road is the average company in 10 whole years only grew 10.9, 2.9% rather, okay? So like I said, in the world today, as you, you see these companies on Facebook, you, you see these guys that are just growing leaps and bounds, millions of dollars, they're growing millions of dollars a year, three million a year, five million a year, growing from where they're at. In my world, that's not realistic at all. And anybody that would love to challenge me on that, feel free to challenge me on that. But I'm in Dayton, Ohio. And I know companies that are extremely good in Ohio. And in Ohio, it takes, it takes 100 years to do 50 million in sales in a residential HVAC company. But somewhere like California, Las Vegas, Arizona, Florida, they can get there in 10 years or less, okay? So big difference in climate, big difference in sense of urgency for a customer when it's 110 degrees outside at 8 a.m., okay? All right, so 
Because of the demand, though, trade companies such as HVAC, plumbing, carpentry, electrical, uh, landscaping, lawn care, home remodeling, roofing, these companies can be in the top growing companies, okay? Because a lot of homes were built in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and those homes are now needing everything. Uh, and it, it's going to keep people busy for a long time. So those companies do well. Many of those companies are scheduled out very far. And um, however, the biggest challenge for all these companies today is they can't find good people. Uh, some might say we just can't even find someone with a heartbeat that can fog a mirror uh, to work today. That's a big challenge today. We all know that. If you're in business, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. So we must note that high growth cannot last forever. So anyone you talk to, if they're bragging it up about how fast they're growing, um, it the results can be astonishing when you look at a company making $100 a week, growing 10% weekly would generate $15 billion annually uh, in three years. So Google and Facebook can't even do that. So you can only grow so long. Uh, you can only have fast growth so long. And, and then it becomes um, a, a really a challenge. Numbers will definitely catch up to you. Uh, when your business grows too fast without preparation, it can lead to several things, but burned out employees, uh, disgruntled customers, frustrated suppliers. And here's how we're going to tell if a company is growing too fast. I've got uh, about eight things here that we're going to talk about. If your company is growing too fast, you might want to hit the brakes. Okay. And I'm going to share in a little bit. What does what do I mean by hitting the brakes? Okay, I'll get back to that. Number one problem is cash flow. Uh, more than 80% of startup businesses struggle with cash flow projections, and unfortunately, cash flow issues can be severe enough to basically put a business under. Uh, if you're a home service business, let me give you some advice that I learned a long time ago. Collect at time of completion. Do not bill a customer. There is no need to bill a customer today. At McAfee Heating and Air, all our customers know we bill upon completion. Our receivables are almost zilch. There's just a few people that we allow to carry longer than at completion. And, and it's very few. So what do I mean by all that? If you're in a service business, you go service a home, you collect when you're done. You, you don't say we're going to send you a bill. You might not get paid for 30 to 60 days. The best time to get paid is when? When you completed the job, okay? If you do in, installations, bigger jobs, you want to collect a down payment somewhere between 25 and 50%. And then at the time of completion of the job, you collect the balance. Okay, and then if you're a contractor of some sort like kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling, if you're a home builder, uh, then you've got to set up a draw system. So you're collecting 
a deposit, collecting a draw. When this is complete, another draw. And then at the end of the job, when everything's finalized and everything's checked off the list, um, you're collecting the, the balance, okay? So you gotta have cash flow. Uh, I've mentioned several times before that the first business book I ever read was Business by the Book by Larry Burkett. Another little book I read before that was actually called Cash, Cash, Who's Got the Cash? And my wife and I took a class of the author. He had a one-night little seminar on cash, cash, who's got the cash. Cash is king. That's why we need to collect at the time of completion. Number two, uh, bad or negative feedback. Uh, low customer loyalty is a good indicator that your uh, business doesn't um, is not doing well and that your team is not able to provide the ideal customer experience. So bad feedback, your business doesn't exist without customers. A fast growing business might be bringing in scores of new clients, uh, but are they returning? Are they coming back? And uh, is your team spread too thin? You know, we've been there, done that. It happens at times, but is your team spread too thin? We've been there. It's not fun. And customers pick up on it very fast. Uh, what normally might take 30 to 45 days to get to a checkup, and now it's taking, you know, three to four or five months to get to a checkup, your customers are not going to be happy. Let's face it, nobody likes to wait. Number three, disengaged team, low morale, people showing up late to work, lots of complaining. However, if you're growing too fast, you don't even know about this. If you're growing too fast, you're, you're, not, in the, you're not in the zone of what's going on within your company, and that's why people quit, and you don't even know why, okay? So when you're growing too fast, and, and these things are happening and they've got a disengaged team, you have to slow down. You have to hit the brakes. Okay, what does hit the brakes mean? Well, does that, Greg, does that mean that you don't want me to sell as much? Yes, that's exactly what I mean. That means you need to slow down. You need to hit the brakes. You need to choose your jobs wisely. We at McAfee, we choose our jobs wisely. What does that mean? Well, we choose our jobs, the jobs that we do best, the job that the jobs that fall within our zone, what we do every single day, what we're what not only are we fast on, we do it right, we're prof, more profitable on those jobs. Those are jobs in the zone. Those are what we do best. We're not taking on any other kind of jobs that we can't do best. At McAfee, 95% of what we do on an installation is a one-day job. So we're not taking many jobs that take two, three days. You know, you're tying, you're just you're tying us up too long that we can be in the job on the jobs that we do best. So think about that. It's best to slow down, hit the brakes a little bit, recognize what is going on within your company, and then sit down with your team and explain what's going on and be honest with them. 
They can take it. They like you being honest with them. I've had to sit down before and say, hey guys, we're we're growing too fast and I know you're not getting home on time. Um, it's okay. I mean, it's not you're not getting home on time any night of the week and that's a major problem, okay? So we're gonna hit the brakes a little bit because if, if I can't take care of you, then you can't take care of our customers. So we're gonna hit these brakes a little bit. We're gonna slow down, we're gonna get back on track and we're gonna make things happen. We're gonna get back on the right path of success for everyone. We've done that before. When, when one of my employees said, I, I, the only time I get home is to kiss my kids goodnight, that was an eye opener. And we, we changed gears fast. We rotated people better and we were still working some late jobs, but we took turns getting home on time and everybody seemed to appreciate it. All right, number four, lack of training. What's happening is we're hiring and then we're saying, ready, go. Instead of spending time training. You know what? The, the problem is you're growing so fast, you just need a body in the truck. And, and I hate that word. I hate when people say, I just need someone who can fog a mirror. No, you don't. You don't want someone who can just fog a mirror. You're, you're better off to not have anybody than just someone who can fog a mirror. You need, to, you need someone who is qualified to do the job you're hiring for. And if it takes a little bit longer, then slow down your growth, okay? So, you know, we, we hire these people too fast they have experience in what they did at the last job and the last job before that and the job before that, but they don't have experience in what you do. And you're throwing them in a truck either on day one or day two, however you do it. And that's just way too fast. They don't know your way. They don't know your culture. They're not experienced in what you do or how you want it done. Okay. And they, they need to be. It's, um, it's very important and be aware of that when you're throwing people in the in in trucks too fast or on in desks too fast or out in the field too fast whatever it is you're you're moving too fast cuz you're growing too fast and you're not focused on what you're doing and you're not doing it the best you can and number 5 is depleted inventories uh, a lot of times customers having are having to wait too long to get something uh, installed and uh, too long for standard parts or universal parts, whatever you call them. Inability to keep up with truck stop stock is just a red flag. So either you're too busy and you don't have someone hired to order parts or you're so busy growing too fast, you've lost your credit at the supplier, you don't have enough funds to buy stock, and your company is suffering because of it. Now, there's many other things it can be, but those two are very popular today. Um, so think about that. Depleted inventory is a good sign you're growing too fast. Number six, you don't know where you're going, okay? You've heard the saying, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. 
when you're growing too fast and uh, it, you know, it's great to sell. It's great to sell jobs. It's great to create new work. It's great to take market share. But if you can't handle it, it's not so great. And if you don't have the cash or the line of credit to keep up with inventory or anything else or to hire more staff or, or um, what if you have a significant challenge along the way? Uh, you know, to us, prior to being debt-free, uh, probably about five years ago, we became debt-free. But prior to that, uh, we had a, uh, I, I started off with uh, maybe a $100,000 line of credit years and years ago. And I, you know, and we just kept growing the line of credit. And by the way, the best time to increase line of credit is when you don't need it. The banks give it to you faster when you don't need it than when you really need it. So build your line of credit up. Uh, what we used to do uh, to keep it, you know, active is take 70% out of it, leave it out for two or three or four weeks, put it back in, keep it active, and um, all that stuff. But uh, I learned how to build a line of credit, and then I negotiated also, um, I used to negotiate the interest rate for the line of credit, got it down extremely low, and, uh, but if you want your up-to-date sale. You also want your up-to-date sales and forecasts um, and budget to be correct and realistic. And if they're not, you're going to run into a lot of problems. And that's a, a good sign you're growing too fast. Uh, growing a business takes time. It's not a race. It's a journey. And you need to give yourself a chance to learn the ropes of running a business. Uh, we are going to talk about the difference between a startup business and a five to 10 year old business that is still drinking its mother's milk and still and it hasn't got out on its own yet. And, and, and the owner's still on call and this owner's still doing everything and the owner's completely fried. Now, if you talk to a lot of these owners, they say, I don't want, I don't want to grow. I don't want a headache. I don't want this, but they also hire me to help them grow. Okay. They really want to grow. They just don't know how, and there's a little fear involved, and that's okay. Uh, but you got to get past that and, and move forward. So, you know, if you don't know where you're going, um, it's a good sign you're growing too fast. And uh, when you're attempting to grow your business too fast, you're going to lead to unintended consequences. Because let me tell you something, folks, growth sucks the cash right out of your business right out of your bank account, right out of your line of credit, whatever it is, growth sucks the cash. The faster you grow, the more cash you need, okay? Number seven, you'll experience poor leadership. Poor leadership. When a business owner's in the weeds, too deep in the weeds of running the company, of growing too fast, not keeping up with this, the people of, on the team, not keeping up with customers, not keeping up with vendors, not keeping up with anything, too far in the weeds, it can indi indicate too fast of growth and rapid growth can lead you to lose your focus on the essential functions and um, of a business and, and you'll be out of business. That's why one of my mentors preached that 
Too fast of growth will take you out of business faster than lack of capital and lack of people because too fast of growth causes both of those if you're not prepared for the growth. So don't walk out of here saying Greg's against fast growth. Greg's against fast growth that's not prepared for. If there was steady growth, there would have been plenty of time to hire the right people, the right managers, get them in the right seats and oversee things that you shouldn't be touching anymore. Without proper leadership and management and attention to detail, things can spin out of control. Now, I will tell you this, I coach, I don't coach millions of people, but I coach hundreds of people and a lot of people spin out of control because they don't pay attention to the details. They don't even see them. And you can't be a leader. You can't be a good leader without noticing details, without being more observant among your company. Walk through the place a few times. If you don't find five or six or 10 things wrong, you're missing the details because they're out there. No business is perfect. As a matter of fact, someone contacted me when I spoke about this on a FaceTime Live, and they said, we listen to your podcast or your FaceTime Live all the way to work, and, and it, everything you said was for us. We are growing too fast. We don't have our hand on the pulse. We're missing things. We're not knowing our people. We're not knowing our customers. We couldn't tell you why people call us today because we don't know why they call us anymore. We're just trying to serve as fast as we can and put out fires. She said, I'm glad to know that other people are in the same boat. And I'll get to that here in a minute. So number eight is when you outgrow your space. So wherever you are, whether you rent, lease, own, um, capacity is a good measurement. And when you get to 70% capacity of your facility of your space, it, it, it's time to plan and move or buy something else. You know, I've shared with you before, but I started out at a kitchen table. We then built a garage. We had five to six employees working out of the garage for about five years. We then built a building. We leased out 3,500 to us and leased out the other 7,500 to another company. We then bought another warehouse. We then bought another training center and warehouse. We then bought another sheet metal shop building. And then we bought a satellite office, okay? And then about six years ago or so, I bought this building. We put everything under one roof. I sold everything else. We're under one roof today but we still have the capacity to double in size right here, if not more. So plan on that. If you're growing too fast, you're gonna outgrow your facility real fast. If you have planned for growth, then nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with growing fast. The survival trend today of a business hasn't changed that much. You know, you've heard that 50% of businesses fail in the first five years and then another percent fail within the next five years. Well, that hasn't changed a whole lot. And uh, 
people that are prepared to handle faster business development and expansion are more likely to survive in any economy, by the way. So if I'm talking to a startup versus a five to 10 year old business that's not making it or not progressing, there's just a big difference. Most startups are slow. Uh, I mentioned before that there are some startups that can happen quicker because the person has more capital to invest in it. Let's pretend they owned one business, they sold it and started another, so they put that money into this to get it started. But if we want to talk about the grinder, you know, the, the person that started the company with a very little amount, you know, off a kitchen table and grinded it out, that growth is normally pretty slow. Uh, I, you know, when I first got started, I thought I, I grew slower than most today. I mean, with today, it's a different, 32 years ago is totally different than today. And I, but I was worried I was growing so slow that I was even getting down when I would see these other companies come in with nicer trucks and more people. And little did I know at the time that they wouldn't be around long and I'd still be here but I grew extremely slow. And everything I teach is slow growth because it just meant so much to me to be more healthier um, in business than just to grow fast. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute. But uh, if you're a new startup, what you should be doing, um, you should be building a brand you should be wearing out shoes, going door to door, going every possible where to get, get in people's faces and get your business card in hands and get your truck seen while you're driving around and everything else. People, you know, people call and ask me, how can I grow my new business? Well, there's a hundred ways to do it for free, but you got to get off your butt and make things happen. It's not going to do, it's not going to grow for you. You can't you can't just put a put a Facebook page out or or uh, build a website and think your business is going to grow. It's not. It's, it takes a lot of hustle. It takes a lot of work. Most people don't want to put in the work. So you got to do whatever it takes. Put in the work. And sometimes you do things that you know you won't be doing in five years, but you do it just to get your name out there and get actually get some cash flow coming in. Um. This is very important. Be careful trading short-term bursts of growth for a long-term success plan. I've seen people take on way, way, way too big of jobs thinking it was the right thing to do and almost put them under, hurt them for a long time when they had no business taking on that job. It was at a, I don't know if it was an ego thing or... I don't know what it was, but again, be careful trading short-term bursts of growth for a long-term success plan. Okay, contrary to what you believe, uh, science has proved that life starts at conception. I often say my business started at concept, the conception of my business rather was at that table. And uh, that's where it started. It takes nine months for a baby to develop and grow and mature in the womb. And it can't be rushed. 
Just like growing a, a business from conception, it can't be rushed. It's slow. It's slow. You go too fast, it's not good. It's not going to work. So if you're, if you're um, a newer business, you must have a goal. You must have a plan. As a matter of fact, I know people that's been in business five years and they don't have goals and plans. So the beginning of a business, the first five years, you better have a goal. You better have a plan. You got to have that what happens if plan, you know, that contingency plan. You got to have, and you, and you can't have lack of change. I, I talk, I talk to some people who I coach and I say, you're just, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do that. Uh, and they don't want to change. You know, change is the only constant, especially in startups, um, However, don't pivot for just pivot's sake, or if you're seeing these bigger companies pivot, don't copy off people. You don't have to pivot unless you need to pivot. But also, don't become stubborn or paralyzed, or you'll stall and die, okay? The Bible says no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. And, and in other words, we've all been tempted in a very similar way, somehow, some way, we're all we all know what being tempted to do something means. Well, I can tell you this: if you're experiencing hiccups on your road to a major business success, know that you're not the only one in the battle, and that all business people have experienced the same thing. I mean, I hope that makes you feel better. If things are going wrong in your business, it's happened for everyone. It's definitely happened here for me. It's happened for every business, successful business person I know. Some of the unsuccessful ones won't admit it, but it, it happens. And I'll end with this. That's why you'll, you need a good coach, good advisors, and a mentor. Because they've been there, they've done that, they've got out of that, and they know what it's like. And it'll save you a lot of time, a lot of headaches, a lot of stress, a lot of heartaches, and a lot of money. Okay? So, some great, top, some great things to know if you're growing too fast or too slow, what to do, what not to do. I hope this helps. So before we wrap up, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. And as always, keep listening. We've got lots of business uh, information to share with you. Uh, you know, I hope it helps. Also, everything I share helps people sleep better at night because there's less stress, heartache, and pain, okay? Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. Uh, no spaces or underscores. And be sure to tune in next week as we discuss other business topics. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.